All right, peace, Morris. Um, peace for the sister in the chat. Just asked the question about contacting us. Are they able to? Do they have access to the phone? If you want, send a message on the side. Click Messenger um, now, and when this video is over, just send a, a message on the side, and uh, we can build on that. All right. Peace. Is everybody able to hear? You able to hear us? Islam, Islamism. Come on, let's get it popping. All right, let's do this. Right, Islam, it's Ramadan. How you Muslims feeling? Can I get some feedback? Can somebody type in the chat? Just let me know if you can hear me. Want to make sure, make sure the audio is working. Somebody just type anything. Type one. Just type a one in the chat if you can hear this. All right. Somebody type a one in the chat for me. Just let me know you can hear. Clear. Okay. We good. Here we go. All right. Let's go on and get this started. First, though, uh, just want to say this. This video represents the views of the presenters. That's me based off of my own personal research and life experience. Um, in no way does this this represent or is it endorsed by any organizations, anyone else. Speaking for myself, first and foremost, we always rise, give honors, the highest praise to the most high. Our Father God Allah, we give honors to our divine prophet, Noble Drew Ali. We give honors to the forerunner, to the prophet. We give honors to everything Moorish, everything. We give honors to all you faithful Moorish American Muslims. In other words, the light bringers out there watching right now, we give honors to you. Want to say good afternoon, everybody. You're listening to the true and living, the light bringer Moors in America. As always, I'm your brother Lloyd Douglas L., also known as Sharif Ali. We're uncovering and bringing glorious light. To all issues pertinent to the Moorish American paradigm. That's right. You see how we do on here. Um, that's what we do on Moors in America. I hope everybody's having an amazing afternoon. Hope everybody is enjoying this this Ramadan, experiencing experiencing spiritual enlightenment. Um, and yeah, the music, you know, this is this is just the intro, so the music's not gonna be on here too long, but we just we just getting things ready, right? We we just now getting started up. So
All right, peace and love, peace. Um, I see, I see in the chat what you're typing on. We can definitely touch on that. I did want to just speak about some things um, first, though. Um, <clears throat> also, just wanted to say we're gonna put the link in the chat in a few, just for anybody that wants to join on the broadcast to, um, to jump on Streamyard. So, um, if you don't have a Streamyard account, go on and make one real quick, and uh, we'll put the link in there. And you can join us. All right. And um, yeah, we're, we're going to address the stuff that you said in there. Then forget about it. We see it. I, I'll get to that. Um, one thing, though, I, I just want to say, like, you know, I well, you you don't you may not know this, but pretty much every time we go live on Moors in America, there's people watching this who are like literally there's people who are scared. I'm convinced there's people who watch our broadcast and they're, they're scared because they don't know if we're going to like if we're going to um, put people's skeletons out there, the little dark secrets and things that they're keeping out there. They don't know, you know, and, and I'm you know, I'm not here to keep people's secrets and everything, but also I'm not here to gossip. So, you know, y'all don't have nothing to worry about, you know, but it's it's people it's gatekeepers. It's all types of things going on here. And I mean, like you have people that are literally literally like they're, they're scared of us. They're scared because we're not coming with the um, foolishness. We're we're just putting the information out there for the for the people. Islam, brother of Flanagan Bay, we're putting the truth out there, basically unfiltered, unadulterated, and um, we're not pushing one group over another. You know, we're not trying to sit up and say, "Oh, you have to come and join with us," or "This is the only way." We're not with any of that foolishness. You know, and yeah, some people that don't like that. And um, yeah, literally, man, I'm telling you, there's people that watch, they watch because they're scared. They they don't know if we're going to put it out there that, that you, these people that aren't anything. Literally, it's people, you know, that are doing it. But hey, it, it is what it is. But, you know, y'all, y'all don't have nothing to worry about. I mean, read caveat emptor. You know, Allah will take care of you for your unjust deeds. Right. Uh, but we, you know, we're focused for the most part on teaching, growing, building. And that's what we do here. Uh, one of the reasons, though, wanted to touch on this, though, because it's it's like crazy, man. Is It really is. And it really, truly is our own people that's holding the movement back. Right. Um, and it it doesn't matter where you're at. You know, it doesn't matter if it's in the nation of Islam. You have sincere people that are in there that are working, trying to move things forward. Hebrew Israelites. Um, Moorish Americans, it doesn't matter what they are. You have sincere people, probably the majority of the people that want to move things forward, pushing for success. But then you have others in there <clears throat> who, you know, I don't know if they're just inadequate or if they're literally working against us, getting paid. You know, they're put in positions to just to stagnate and keep things back. And it's, you know, it's crazy. It's crazy, Morris. But you, you need to know. You need to know what you're up against. I mean, um, if you look in recent history, right? And let, let me pull this up too. If you look in recent history, um, you look at the history of the the whole Cointel Pro operation, right? Most of you probably heard of that before. But let, like I said, I'm gonna pull this up and screen pro, share thing. But <clears throat> let me get this up for you. And yeah, it's sad. You know, it's, it's pitiful, but it's true. It's true. So, um, look. 
Ah, there we go. Okay, so yeah, uh, like I was saying, you look up the whole CoinTelPro thing, right? CoinTelPro. Um, they actually have in the books, on the record, that they are to prevent the rise of the Black Messiah. And that, that came out years later, right? After the damage had already been done through the Freedom of Information Act. But these things are not conspiracy at all because people like to throw that word conspiracy out there just to um to pretty much kill any momentum that any truth has of spreading or getting out but um that that wording is actually in there which is crazy because it's like what <clears throat> why is that in there why is that in the march 1968 memo stating the program's goal this is on wikipedia but you can actually see this information like i said came out Decades later, after the damage has already been done, right, through J. Edgar Hoover and his minions, where they wanted to attack any so-called black nationalist group. And um, as it says here, March 1968 memo stated the program's goal was to prevent the coalition of militant black nationalist groups to prevent the rise of a black messiah who could unify the militant black nationalist movement to pinpoint potential troublemakers and neutralize them before they exercise their potential. And then it says for violence against authorities. But um, when you look at the Black Panthers and stuff, even though they were about being able to secure their own neighborhoods, they weren't pushing violence in that ne necessarily in that way, right? They had the food program to make sure the children were getting breakfast and everything, educating, right? And yeah, being able to protect the neighborhood. Okay, so that you know that's crazy. Like, why is a a a, a, go a government organization paid for by tax dollars, right? Saying that prevent the rise of a messiah. Talking about our people. So it's very real. It's very real. There's no um, conspiracy or anything about it. It's true. And um, <clears throat> just because you know the names change, don't mean that this stuff isn't still going going on, right? Just once once it comes out it's already way after the fact so we don't know what these people are called right now we don't know what their name is you know they just get flunkies to do their dirty work for them and they always have to get people that look like us to carry this stuff out all right one thing let me tell you about this this platform since you're here this podcast make sure you subscribe and you share this video and i'm saying this because um this is like the third time we put this YouTube channel together, right? First two times it got attacked and it just grew like wildfire just naturally, just by people sharing it and it growing, right? And every time they came and attacked it, they took them down just without any warning. They did that to the Facebook pages we had too. Took them down um, once or twice, had to start all the way over and it grew, it blew up, but you know, they took it down. Then they just took down our Instagram. The Instagram had like 30,000 um, people on there. Right. And um, they wouldn't be attacking this stuff if we weren't doing something right. Same way with the website, uh, the moresinamerica.com website. Make sure you go there, too. Let me go on and pull that up on the screen for you. But make sure you go there. Right. And I'm telling you this because, like, look, man, they're attacking it for a reason. Right. So we had the website. They, um, you know, people. Um, trolls and everything, they constantly coming on here attacking. But they actually had, like, done something to get it blocked. Right on, on most people's um, phones and, and computers, 
where like like they did some little janky thing with like the uh um antivirus so that it looked like the site had a virus on it. it didn't got that taken care of but i'm just saying like it's not coming under attack for no reason at all right it's coming under attack mainly for articles like this because this article doesn't just give like my opinion that hey we were already here nah you look at the article it's just got facts in it and then down at the bottom of the article it's got the sources right where this where this information is coming from actual books and so everything you know basically it's like a book why because we're I'm working on a book right now, but the thing is, like, the information that's on here has sources behind it so that you can go and figure out more and so that you know that this isn't just being thrown out here. It's not just my idea, and that's why it came under attack. So if you haven't been to the website, definitely you need to go on here. There's a ton of articles on here. The website's growing, so it's actually going to be even more offered on the site. Um, you can also chat with us while you're on there, but... Um, you know, a lot of information. This has a whole entire article from this book, which is actually very hard to have. I have a physical copy of it, but it's out of print. This was a handbook that was created for educators. And it basically gives you several instances, historical instances, showing that the indigenous people here in the Americas look like us. Right. And that they got labeled as black, as Negro. Right. And this is just um, an article or a few articles from that handbook. Right. Then we have a video also this on this channel where we were explaining this, speaking on that article and putting it in the proper light. And it was written by this guy who was actually um, a professor who created the, um, the Institute for Native American Studies at University of California, California Davis says he established one of the first Native American studies programs, right? And so he put a lot of truth in there and um, he couldn't come out and say it in the same way that we can, right? But he did. And then you see all of these notes, right? The source, okay, this is where it's coming from, but you see all of these notes. Like people can't, they can't dismiss all of this. You see all of these, all of these footnotes. This is where the information in there is coming from, right? And it can't be just dismissed right and so definitely i'm saying like people go check this article out and share it share that video to send the article to um bookmark the website and share it on a regular basis there really are people trying to prevent this information from getting out and it's coming under attack you know and um i'm saying like people i guess they're scared they're scared of us they're scared of what we're doing they're scared that the other moors are seeing this and and going out doing the same thing, helping to spread the information and working on it. So, um, you know, my, my advice is to go check that stuff out, but help share it, help spread it because, um, nobody else is doing it for us. That's the only way it grows. And man, I, like I said, man, they took down the Instagram. <laughs> it, it is not the first time this stuff happens. So they're always doing this. It's always coming under attack, but Hey, you know, it is what it is. Um, I will put this link up here though, for you with, we're going to open this floor up for questions in a little bit. So if you want to join us on StreamYard, you could just click that link. It's in the chat right now. Right. The link's in the chat. 
you have to go to that StreamYard link to join us if you want to come in here. And we will open the floor up and build for a little bit. Uh, let's let's go ahead and go to some of these questions, though. All right. But yeah, um, okay, I'm just now seeing that Brother Chandler Bay said the Warren Commission coined that term, that conspiracy theory term, right? Just to attack anybody who was questioning the, the common narrative. Anybody to question the common narrative at all. Boom, you crazy. You wearing a tinfoil hat. That's what, you know, conspiracy theorists was, you know, just to make you look crazy for thinking outside the box, for not accepting what you are programmed to think. And, um, you know, gratitude for sharing that. And so the whole thing with that prevent the rise of the black messiah, that's coming from the government, bro. <laughs> you know? All right. Islam, I see the two brothers that just joined. Peace to y'all. Peace. So, um, they just took, well, you know what? They actually, they took the, uh, Instagram down like, uh, a week or so ago, you know, I ain't, I ain't say nothing about it, you know, because it's not the first time we came under attack, man. But, um, hey, it is what it is. <laughs> Does anybody know how to get that back up, though? I need to look that up because I, you know, I just I just filled out the little uh form they got, you know, to dispute it. But, hey, man, you know, if there's some tricks to it, let me know. But, um, they did this to the YouTube, no warning, had to start all the way over twice. They did it to the Facebook page. I mean, like, you know, they hating on it. They hating on it big time. And um, it's not just with YouTube. I mean, there's stuff off it, offline that's going on, too, with people hating and trying to stagnate, you know, the real movement. You know, what you see on the YouTube, you know, is for the most part, it's just sharing the info and building on that level, but actually building in real life. You know, you have real life haters, man. And and like I said, they watch. They watch. They're always watching. You know, they're scared. They're like, oh, you know, they don't know if we're going to put the dirty laundry out there or what. You know? But, hey, it is what it is, you know? And um, let's go to uh, – let's go to the, the chat. Right? You want to talk about why do people go hard to stay in slavery? Right. Islam put that same energy towards getting the knowledge out. Right. And yeah, I do. I do want to speak on that, too. You know, um, it's not a coincidence. Just had had this uh, this thing up here. That's actually the screenshot for the um, for this video. So, yeah, you know, our people, they, they think it's they think it's playtime. Right. They think it's playtime. They don't realize they're at war. And um, you know what? In a, in a couple of days, we're going to do a breakdown on that that new uh, show that's on Amazon. Them. Right. Because um, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in there that I thought applied to us that I think will go over a lot of people's heads that we need to address. All right. And um, you'll see what I'm talking about. But we're, we're going to talk about that show, them. So y'all definitely keep your eyes peeled. We'll, we'll be doing a full breakdown on that series. Um, but yeah, you know, like I'm not attacking Christians, the church or any of that stuff. But seriously, why? Why would anybody Asiatic 
be a Christian, consider himself a Christian when you know the Christianity that you're practicing is what the Europeans gave to you. You can't be a, a Baptist or a Presbyterian or any of that stuff, right? You're just dealing with what the, the, the colonizers forced on your people. And it's common knowledge now. There's, there can't be anybody walking around, especially a grown-up who doesn't know this. Why are you still going along with it? <laughs> they, why they, they got the grip on you. Why? Like they're they playing games out here. They're playing games out here. They think it's it's fun, it's cool. It's it's just like, you know, it's okay to be a Christian. It's okay to keep uh straightening your head. You know, I'm not I'm not knocking it. You know, I'm not knocking what anyone's doing. Definitely not trying to make anybody feel bad for what they're doing. But let's just keep it real. You know, it's it's okay to do all of these things. It's okay to do it, <laughs> you know, because you're comfortable doing it, right? But you're just handing down a legacy of slavery. You're handing down a legacy of failure. And then you can't turn around and wonder why all, all of these things like the police killings are going on right now. You can't wonder why, right? It's like it's almost like you deserve this. Deserve was for you, but in the right mind, this. Why would anybody? So you're not in your right mind. You're you're insane, and um, you know, for the most part, you're addicted to um to pain and misery and suffering. You're addicted to losing, and that's what you have to be. You know, to stay in that system, to not to not um, throw it to the side. And um, seriously, like, yeah, we we the only ones that think it's it's playtime right now. The only ones, right? And if and if anybody else was going through the things that, especially right now, um, they do this pretty much every year around Ramadan. They they start amping up the killings, killing the so-called black males. They do it. Um, they they started it off talking about bringing up the rehashing the George Floyd trial, uh, George Floyd trial, where they had the the dude um, on trial. Everybody's looking to see if he's actually going to get convicted. And while they're looking in that same city, another one got killed. A twenty year old male just gunned down for no reason. <laughs> right? The police pulled him over for uh, parking. Not not even parking, but it was like something stupid. Like they said he had like something hanging down from his mirror or something in his car's rear view. Something crazy, stupid. And they just killed him. Same city. So um and then they're amping it up. They're amping it up. And um, you know, we, we're the only people out here going through this foolishness and think that it's still playtime. You know, it's it's ridiculous. It makes no sense. Um, I can't call it. You know, I don't know why. Some people are built like that, where they just take it and they keep perpetuating this stuff. You know, I, I have no idea. Um, I will. I'm gonna go ahead and unmute everybody, though. You know, if Islam, um, I don't know if y'all wanted to to speak or anything, but if you do, feel free to to unmute. Feel free to speak up. Y'all, y'all are more than welcome to unmute the mic for the uh, guest on here. Um, but uh, you know, we we're the only ones out here thinking it's playtime, and it, and it's stupid. It's really stupid. What well, we have, uh... who is Ben Lloyd Crumb? I, I'm not. I don't even know who that is. You care to embellish on that, 
Then Lloyd Crump's race ethnicity is white. He's fully aware of the legal distinction. Who has been Lloyd Crump? I have to look that person up. I don't even know who that is, man. Like when you said that at first, I was thinking of this dude named Ben Jealous. I know he he was, or maybe he still is the leader of the NAACP, and that dude is like not trying to talk bad about the dude, but you know, he, he could pass for um white and it like kind of makes no sense. Like e- even his name, like if that's even his real name, his name is Ben Jealous. Like who had how many people do you know with the last name Jealous? Um and, and you know what, just since I'm speaking about that, he I think he was the leader of the NAACP. You know, I don't know what he is now. Um what 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 do we have on Wikipedia? Hey, go to place. All right, let's see what we, what we have on Wikipedia. Ben Jealous, civil rights leader. He served as the president of the yeah the NAACP from 2018 to 2013. If you look at this guy, he you know he could pass for European, almost, almost. I I guess it depends on what kind of lighting he's in, right? But um. He was the leader of the NAACP, the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People. Right? Like, why is that even still being used in this day and age? <laughs> right? Like, like people of European descent can't even get away with calling us colored. They probably lose their job or something, right? Because it's, it's played out. It's you can't even do that anymore, right? So it makes no sense. But um, you know, if you if you look in history, if you just look at like the uh biography of Malcolm Malcolm X when he was speaking about like the 1950s and 60s what was actually really going on on the streets you know in the streets in the hoods you you had the people were fed up they're fed up with what they're fed up with with race riots they're fed up with the lynchings and the things that Europeans were doing and they were fighting for you know, to protect themselves, but they were also fighting for their right. Like there was literally a fear that we would rise up. And this is what was really going on at the time. This is what the climate was really like. There was a fear that we would rise up. And the fear wasn't coming from the people who were well off, who were doing good. The fear was coming from like our people who were living in communities where it was mostly us and especially the youth that were fed up. You know, they they weren't you know, church and all of these things wasn't good enough for them, right? So there was a, a fear that these people will rise up. And you have people throwing Molotov cocktails and, and tearing things up. And um, Malcolm X spoke on this. He's like, look, the NAACP was in a building that was paid for and owned by Jews. Okay, so they didn't even own the building they were in. They were paid by these people. So they, they weren't even self-financed. You know, it wasn't like they were financed by the people, right? So their agenda is questionable, right? They somebody else they have to pay rent to, you know, and they're getting paid by somebody else. And um, so they were put there to divert the where the energy was really going, what was really happening. You really had an uprising, you really had um revolution coming. And that was what the civil rights movement was created for. Um, let me see the uh the civil rights movement, you had something, I think it was called SNNC or SLCC. Let me see. Yeah, civil rights. Okay, so there we go. All right, so um, 
they're not going to tell you what this is really about on Google. But um, anyway, so with the civil rights movement, um, they had this thing called the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee, right? And this is how weak this stuff is. This is how they um, combated what was really going on, like what Malcolm X was explaining, that the people were fighting, they were rising up. You had a real um, threat to the so-called white establishment of an uprising of the people. And so to combat that, they came with their own fake watered down revolution, which was the civil rights movement. And I know some people, especially people who are um, maybe consider themselves historians who are just going with the mainstream narrative, they're going to fight against that. But I don't care. Right. Um, You have people who were there, boots on the ground in the 50s and 60s, in the heat of these movements who were letting you know what was really happening. Like I said, Malcolm X, he's letting you know that the people were fighting for real revolution. There was a power struggle. And the civil rights movement came through to divert that, to turn it into a weak, watered-down segregation. We're fighting against segregation. And so they started the, the student nonviolent uh, coordinating committee Right, because they couldn't get the people in the streets. They couldn't get the people in the hoods. They couldn't get the youth who were really fired up and coming through with that energy to change things. They couldn't get to them. So they got the students who are in college. They get in the people who are in the fraternities and sororities to to join in with this program. Like we're already, you're in college, we're programming you what to think, right? So they get them to join into this this movement to um divert things towards civil rights and towards, for the most part, towards fighting segregation. Like that was the main issue people were dealing with, segregation, right? And so, um, yeah, you know, like I said, they couldn't get to the people who were really in the streets and especially the people throwing the, the, the bombs and the Molotov cocktails and fighting, right? Because it's like every summer you, you having, you having fights. It's basically war. It's a battle. Right. So they can't get to them. So they get to the students and we're going to go out in the communities and organize. And we're working with who? The preachers, the Christian preachers. Why? Because they control the church. They control the preachers. And this isn't knocking any Christians who are serious about, um, you know, uplifting the people. Now, nah, like we, we can work with you, but just keeping it real. They can't go after the people like that. They they but they could control the church. They've been controlling the church. They tell the preachers what to say and they have people in there reporting back to them anything they say. So if they really want to do anything, guess what? You got about five or six agents in there who are going to go like slaves. They're going to get on their hands and knees and crawl dragging a tongue on the ground like dogs just crawl to to some lowly European to tell them what you're planning, right? Because they're so weak and, and pitiful. And so this is in the church. They have them under control. And so they use the church and the students, the student nonviolent coordinating committee, right? All these Christians, <laughs> you know, they get them to, to work together to divert the movement from a real uprising, from real revolution towards fighting segregation right and so now we're instead of fighting for power we're fighting for the right to to use the drinking fountains let's be able to use the same bathrooms we can sit in your in your establishment in your restaurants right instead of having our own right we can go to your your schools instead of having our own we can go in and you know to your hospitals and everything instead of having our own right 
And what we have will eventually lose money. It will bankrupt because we're supporting your establishments and we're fighting to support your establishments. We're fighting to for y'all to allow us, you know, to drink from the same water fountain with you. And so that's what it got put to. And um, it's 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 still occurring today with the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, I just saw something where Brianna Taylor's mom, Brianna Taylor's the lady who um was shot and killed in her sleep and um and I think in Louisville, she was in Kentucky. And uh yeah, you see mom BLM, it's already finishing it off because she came out and slammed Black Lives Matter Louisville as a fraud. Says it's amazing how many people have lost focus. Right? So I'm I'm not making this up, y'all. I'm not making this up. So once again, this is a fake movement. It wasn't created by us. Let's look at who finances Black Lives Matters, right? It's not a grassroots movement from the people at all, not in any way. And um, I mean, you, you got the big bad guy, George Soros, who's a billionaire, right? Um, pours $220 million into racial equality push. And this is from New York Times. He has this thing called the Open Society Foundations, right? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So um, anyway, yeah, it's saying uh, George Soros Foundation pours $220 million into racial equality push because it takes finances. It takes it takes resources to get these fake um, movements off. Um, What we're doing, right, this is. We're just sharing the information without all of these resources and it's growing because real people, real recognize real. And so like, like I said, all of y'all watching this, y'all not just watching it like robots, right? Y'all are sharing this, right? Everybody's clicking that like button and sharing this, right? Cause if you're not doing this, you might as well just get out of here. Don't, don't even watch this. If you can't click the like button and share it, like just keeping it real because like George Soros ain't financing me. He ain't breaking me off a check. The um, people who are like the leaders for Black Lives Matter, they make it six figures a year for protesting because they have Europeans financing them. Okay, so the least you could do is, um, you know, click like and share. I see there's like 12 likes. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. There's way more than 12 people watching this. So y'all need to click like and share this. But this video that just reminded me like that's the least you could do. You you know, if you want to support. You could cash out more than America, also, but um, everybody need yeah. I see a couple more likes, which y'all everybody need to hit like and share, okay? Because we're not getting checks like some of these people are. I'm not making this stuff up. People are actually getting paid to push these fake programs to divert the movement, and you have fake people. You have people who are here to stifle the movement who are getting paid to do it getting paid to do it. So someone like me who has a family to support, who works full time, wife works, we're we're just real people and we're just in this out of labor of love. Like we're not getting paid by you know by these by these Europeans. Nobody paying us to do this. Right? So I'm saying this again, y'all come on, hit these like like buttons and share this stuff. Help get this out. This is the only way it grows. And then just the fact they just shut down the Instagram too. That that's letting you know. <laughs> gratitude, gratitude. All right, to the noble for sharing that. 
So everybody make sure you share this. But um, going back in here, you see the Black Lives Matters, right? They're getting millions. George Soros' group invests $150 million in grants for Black-led racial groups. Another $70 million towards local grants. And um, I don't know. Uh, let me see if Black Lives Matter is mentioned in here specifically. Okay, there we go. Other 20, 220 million. They're investing 150 million in five years for selected black lives. Oh, black, black. No. So anyway, um, they're pouring all of this money into these fake organizations to divert attention, right? To to control the narrative. Okay, and um, then of course they're not doing it for your benefit. Brianna Taylor's mother just recently came out. This is on Fox News. She slammed Black Lives Matter as a fraud. Says it's amazing how many people have lost focus. Right? Tomorrow she praised local activists and other supporters who never needed recognition. Okay, and um, you know this this is coming to divert the attention. So just like in the past with the whole civil rights movement and what what happened to the student nonviolent coordinating committee? Right, because they worked hand in hand with the church when they would go to the marches and and the things. They they're all holding hands. They're working hand in hand with the preachers. You know, um, their leaders like a lot of the, I think um, people like uh, Martin Luther King and them. They came out of this organization. They were the leaders of this organization, right? So this was a plan to divert the attention, to control the narrative. You're getting the people who are in the schools, right? We're getting them on this this civil rights kick, this anti-segregation kick, they're going to believe this and think this is real. They're going to push it. And we got the churches. They're getting the word out to the older folks, right? So this is this is the, the, the way that they, um, you know, changed the narrative and moved it from real revolution, actually fighting for power towards fighting for segregation, fighting so that we can give y'all our money so that we can't own nothing in our own neighborhoods, Right. And definitely Soros um, financed Black Lives Matter. He, um, you know, it has resources behind it. Like, I'm not making this up, man. People are actually getting paid six figures just to organize protests. Like, in what world does that work? Like, how, how you look, let me get a picture of George Soros. There's no way in hell, excuse my language, there's no way this dude really cares about you. He's not trying to help you. This dude look like the emperor from Star Wars. You know, he's the bad guy. <laughs> nobody, nobody has to tell you that he's the bad guy. You could just look at him and tell he's the bad guy. He don't care about black lives. He's got his own reason for doing it. And it has nothing to do with assisting you. <laughs> right? Okay? And so it's about controlling the narrative pushing what you want to push, getting people towards what you want them to think is the right way to do it. It is not helping us. Okay. And so, yeah, you had to Ben jealous dude, which I, you know, that, that can't be his real last name. I never met anybody with the last name jealous. That, that just sounds ridiculous. He could pass for European and he was the head of the NAACP. And we know that the NAACP, I mean, that name is ridiculous. Why you're calling yourself colored, right? And why is it even still around? And still using that outdated slave label, right? But they were about fighting segregation and civil rights, which means that they were with pushing that same narrative 
that this SNCC was, they're working hand in hand with the preachers. Okay. And um, we have Margaret Sanger on the record. Margaret Sanger is the one who created Planned Parenthood. She got the government to finance abortions. And she's on the record saying that they need to exterminate the black population. And that our people won't listen to their advice and they're telling us, hey, abortions are great. No, let's get the Negro preachers to do it. Okay. And um, your brother Martin Luther King was actually on the record saying that, um, well, he, he was actually on the record giving props to Planned Parenthood. Right, which lets you know he was with the program. Right, they got the preachers to do it. Right, and so not trying to knock Martin Luther King, you know, it just is what it is, man. It's the truth. Right, so what? What is Benjamin Crumb? What's he doing? What's he doing? You guys, somebody, somebody, I have to let me know about him because I'm not up to, you know, um, date on what the deal is with him. Right, I wasn't saying he's been jealous. I was just saying that name made me think about that dude, man. Because you know, anybody associated with the NAACP. Is questionable, period. All right. Just because the narrative that they're pushing, they're pushing a slave label, and then they were pushing civil rights. Whatever they're pushing is going to be a watered down um, version um, of revolution. <laughs> you know, it's going to be the safe and um, acceptable revolution, which was like, for example, um, integration. Instead of actually fighting for power, getting land, getting resources, we're getting integration. We can give you guys our money, right? All right. So uh, let, let's see what we have. Ben Crump throughout his $5 million blood money career. His practice has always gone through cases such as, okay. So he represents all these people. Wow. So why do, why do people keep using them? You know? What is he getting people to, he's getting people to little payouts. And when they get the payout, they can't say anything. They can't actually um, pursue actual justice for their family members getting killed. You know, that's crazy. Right. And yeah, they, they took down some of our videos on Facebook too. They tried to silence the interview that I had up here with uh, brother Hannibal Bay. It's still up here though. But they, they silenced some of it. <laughs> right. Um, I don't know what's going on with the, the people who just joined. Um, if you guys wanted to unmute, you could go ahead and unmute. All right. Um, we'll go ahead and open the floor up to questions, though. I really just wanted to hit on that stuff because, you know, you, you have a lot of people. Oh, OK, so you're saying Ben Crump is listed as white for his nationality. That's that's crazy. Yes, he. You know, he's he's a dark skinned brother. <laughs> he's looking out for himself, though. He making sure you, you don't have me down here as a as a Negro. Don't do that to me. <laughs> yeah. So we have a lot of people like that out here, man. A lot of people. And some of them are claiming to be Moors, man. And it's crazy. It's crazy because they're only here to stagnate the movement. That's it. Right. And we seeing that firsthand. Okay. Um, only thing I would say for the people out there is to 
you know, the advice that I would give for anyone out here, right? That's um, looking into Morris nationality. My advice for you would be to study the actual blueprint that the prophet left for you, right? And I'm going to type that in the chat. These are the things every more should have. Uh, hang on a second. So I'm typing this out. And you don't have to join the temple to get this stuff. I mean, now this stuff is online. Everybody should get that. Everybody should have that. And when I say some of them are claiming to be Moors, I'm saying some of these sellouts, some of these um, spineless um, people who are just here to stagnate the movement. Some of them are claiming to be Moors. Some of them are in the temple. Some of them are in these other organizations like the consulate, the Moors consulate, and um, whatever other organizations you have out there. Like they're infiltrating the movements. Um, what I was showing earlier just how in the past you had Cointel Pro, which was set up to prevent the rise of the Black Messiah, right? When you had Cointel Pro, you actually had an agenda to infiltrate all of our groups, any organization we had. Okay. Now, yeah, they just put that movie out, Judas and the Black Messiah, and it was playing off of that whole Cointel Pro program that actually had that wording to prevent the rise of a black messiah but you know you actually had the fbi right working to infiltrate any group that we have to understand our mindset right prevent the coalition of militant black nationalist groups in unity their strength so they're to break up the unity to keep it stagnant to keep it from coming together. So if you look at the Morris Science Temple of America, where this is 2021, if you're watching this live, it's 2021, there's no reason on earth why it shouldn't be one unified movement. And I'm not saying that there isn't unity, because there is. There is unity in thought. But there's no reason why you should have several different people claiming to be heads, and um, you even have some who won't work together because they're saying that the other people aren't aren't um legitimate there's no reason that should be occurring right so you have a problem you have people who are keeping that stagnant so you now have to question anyone that's moving in that manner anyone who's talking like that no matter how smart they sound you have to question whether or not they work for the fbi even if they work for them indirectly you know, you have to question that whether whether they're here to actually hold the movement back on purpose. Prevent the rise of a messiah. <laughs> you know, you have to question that because, um, you know, this is something that's outdated now. Right. This came out through the Freedom of Information Act way after the fact, after they already did the damage we, when they were really fearful of losing control of the nation to the so-called Negroes. They were really scared of that, okay? And so now after they've neutralized the movement, after they've infiltrated our neighborhoods with, with 
crack cocaine, right? Well, we've been ran through now and they don't, they don't have to worry about us as much. They feel like we've been neutralized. They still have to keep tabs on us. So the people are still out here, right? They, they're sending them out into the communities. Some of them are coming out here seeming like they're moving off of the profit or moving off of our principles, but they're here to divert it. They may come with the message, but they're focused on showing you guns and showing, hey, we need to get out here and do this, this and that. So you're thinking, okay, yeah, that's right, because, you know, you want revolution. And they're actually here just to get you to entrap yourself so that you're taking videos with them looking like you're trying to lock and load and, and, and shut everything down. And meanwhile, cases are being built against everybody getting caught up in that so that they can roll through and lock everybody up. Right. Just like um, you had this instance just um, last month with some guy, some random dude, some random lone wolf ran over a cop like he hit him with his car and they tried to associate him with the nation of islam right let me let me pull out the name because they they put out a statement about that uh noi statement let's let's pull this up what was that guy's name uh well he it happened in dc so you had you had this this uh this guy who ran over an officer, right? And um I guess he like put out some stuff online showing support for Minister Farrakhan and everything. This is it, okay. Car attack. And um they immediately tried to connect him to the nation of Islam <laughs> and then they wanted to open that up. You know, open season on Nation of Islam. And then by default, they were they were gonna try to open that up on us as well, right? Because even if people don't realize it, like, you know, we're, we're all connected. Okay. And so um, you know, the Nation of Islam put out a statement about that and they flipped it on flipped it back on them. And I love how they did that. I wanted to pull that statement up. I don't know if I can find it right now. But um um, the main reason I'm sharing it, okay, this is showing the officer that got killed, allegedly got killed. For all I know, all this stuff was staged and didn't really happen, right? But allegedly, um, an Asiatic man ran over an officer, and I think they say he killed himself, which is so convenient. Like, that's, that's so convenient that he would deliberately slam, ram his car into an officer and then died at the hospital from gunshots he sustained. And I think they're saying he killed himself, which is like crazy. But um, and if I could, I would pull up the Nation of Islam statement on it because I love how they flipped it right back on them. Can't find it. What What's this dude's name? What's this guy's name? Uh, don't even have his. Okay, Noah Green. Yeah. So all of this stuff is questionable, right? All of this stuff is questionable, but um, you have people that are here specifically to divert the the real movement, to divert it. People stagnant. So share that. Just everybody watching this. Of course, you should have already liked and shared this video. If you haven't, do that now. But you should get those four documents, the Holy Quran, Divine Constitution, 
Quran questionnaire and the Moorish literature. Everybody should have that. The main reason is because when you encounter Moors, whether it's in a temple or some other organization, because I'm I'm not here to um, down any other organizations. So um, when you encounter other Moors, you'll know if they're moving properly. You'll know if they actually are are uh, moving in accordance with our divine instructions. Right, because you you can go to the source, you can get that for yourself. Right. And I advise everybody to get it because like just because you get with some mores doesn't mean that they're actually authentic and real and sincere. Right? So they put out a statement on that. I love it. Um not gonna read this whole thing for the most part, I'm gonna skip down to the bottom. They just uh addressed it because this dude that they're saying like slammed into the Officer, they did the right thing. It's like, yo, this is disturbing. Watch the disturbing news of the assault. One officer was killed, one was injured, and the guy, Mr. Green, was killed. Speaking on behalf of the minister, all registered members, Muslim members of the Nation of Islam, all good people everywhere, we express sympathy with the victims, sympathy with the families, condolences, prayers. We have a history of no violence against the government. Federal, state, and local law enforcement are well aware of our history. Like, this should be known. So when you see Moors out here all locked and loaded and acting like they're trying to rise up against the government, it's the same way with the Moorish Science Temple of America, right? We don't have a history of violence against the government. <laughs> there have been some shootouts in the past, but we, we, for the most part, we don't have a history of <laughs> violence against the government. And the local law enforcement, federal, state, they're also well aware of our history. They know that. They can try to flip it, but they know that. And if you know that, then they can't flip it because you stand on that, right? It's what you're supposed to stand on. We've had four national marches, including the historic Million Man March, and it was peaceful. And it was on U.S. Capitol grounds. Like, y'all get the hell out of here. We had over a million people come there and nothing happened, right? It's reported he was a follower. They just, like, pretty much just let him be known without throwing dude under the bus, right? They didn't throw him under the bus, they say, respectfully, we say to the members of the media and American people, Timothy McVeigh confessed that he was a Christian, but nobody blames the church for his misconduct. No one blamed Jesus or their pastor for unlawful or immoral, immoral behavior that is contrary to the teachings of Jesus. Right. So I just like that, how they flipped it back on him. And they didn't throw dude under the bus, too, which was cool because, you know, it's messed up. He's a lone wolf and probably was government government financed to do that. Right. For all I know, he was under mind control or something. Right. Which may sound crazy to some people, but I don't care if you if you don't know that this stuff is real by now, you're lost in the sauce. You need to wake up. All right. So, um, you know, they ain't throw dude under the bus, but they let it be known. Like, you know, y'all with some shading at business anyway, you can't say nothing. So um, just wanted to show that because that, that's actually how you should move. And um, it's not all good out here. And um, even some of these movements and things that are popping up, um, you have a lot of people talking about paperwork and they don't have any like real concrete success, nothing to show for it. People have actually been talking about this stuff for decades now and they have nothing. They don't have any farms, nothing. You know, so for me, that would that would let me know that that, that stuff don't work. And, um, you know, I would stay away from it. But on the other hand, Right. Within all of the movements that we have, you have people who are literally in there just to hold things back. That's their only purpose. All right. 
And um, you have to be aware of that. And that's why I shared the documents that I think every more should actually go and get. Um, I shared the StreamYard link in here too. Once more, if anybody wants to jump on here and um, speak. But, um, you know, I just shared that because, look, regardless of what you think, whether you're a Moor, M-U-U-R, or more, whatever you're calling yourself, everybody should study this so that you know the blueprint for our success. You know how we are to conduct ourselves, our communities, our families, and um, our nation, right? Spiritually, physically, how we're supposed to move. And if you know this, then when you see somebody like, like there's this one rapping Grand Sheik, <laughs> he, he sucks, man. He's not a good rapper, but he, he's always rapping and he's always talking trash about people. And he's always cursing. And he's always getting high. He's getting high and drunk. You know, he don't he don't have a family. He's weird. He's a weirdo because dudes older than me don't have a woman and child. It's like that's weird. So you got people like this who are calling themselves grand sheiks. And it's like, you know, me personally, I'm not a fool. I wouldn't follow this fool anywhere. It's like, bro, you're doing worse than me. There's no way in hell. You know, excuse my language. There's no way in hell I'm following a fool. Right. Who's who's like a loser and, and who's not even trying to be noble. Right. But like, you know, for most of you out there, like regardless of how long you're studying this stuff, regardless of how smart you think you are, this isn't about being smart or dumb. If you aren't studying those four things which contain divine instructions from our prophet, you don't know what time it is. So you might see somebody like this clown who's calling himself a grand sheik and he he's smoking on blunts and smelling like liquor, <laughs> you know, living foul. Every other word out of his mouth is a curse word and, you know, talking bad about people and spreading rumors and gossip like a little female. You would know like you would know, like right away, be like, OK, now you you need to stop calling yourself a grand sheik. You know what I'm saying? You would be you would know better. If you're actually studying the divine instructions from the prophet, that's why I'm sharing that, because it's not to go at any one person. There's a lot of people like that. That's why I'm not calling that one dude's name out, because there's a lot of people that are living like that. And, um, you know, if you like somebody says specifically what Grand Sheik, um, I, in all honesty, you know, unfortunately, it doesn't matter because there's more than one. You know, unfortunately, there are several people out there. Some who are calling themselves grand governors, divine ministers, who are not even attempting to live right, not even attempting to get right within. And this isn't something here to judge because that's not what we're about. But the thing is, if you're doing those things on your own, and even if you're not even trying to improve yourself, you know, that's on you, man. I'm not here to try to make you feel bad because you're not you know, trying to, um, to do better. That's on you. But if you're trying to claim positions within our movement, divine positions, it's a problem because you're playing around with something that is divine. You're playing around with the movement, right? And that's when it becomes a problem. So that's why I'm saying that unfortunately it's not just one person. I wouldn't call out the one person anyway, but unfortunately it's not it's not just one more, man. It's it's a bunch. 
they playing with the movement and that's why it's stagnant it's it's stagnant because yes you have legitimate agents in here you just like the cointel pro that we were talking about earlier you really have that element you really do have black lives matter that is financed as a counter right intelligence program to the Moorish divine and national movement they're literally they're i keep messing up that word literally they are pumping the slave label right now while there is a Moorish awakening while the Moorish hordes are waking up they're still pumping that black slave label hardcore they're putting millions hundreds of millions of dollars into a program pumping slave consciousness black lives matters if anybody reads those documents you that's why i'm saying you need to get that and study it it doesn't matter that the prophet put this out in 1928 1926 because it's still relevant he's letting you know back then that it's a sin it is literally a sin to try to enforce to try to force the nations of the world to respect you when you're trying to come at them with a label that deludes the slavery it's a sin to try to force this on the whole entire world it's a sin and so if you're doing it you're going to suffer right and so that's why i'm saying this is still relevant so everybody needs that because if you see that then you see right through all of this garbage right so they are putting resources behind pumping a slave mentality a slave label trying to keep us under that spell right that's why george soros this this demon is pumping something pumping hundreds of millions of dollars into it that's why because they have to right because the spells coming off it's time right and so yes you have that element you have real resources being put behind keeping us down you have actual people who are getting paid to keep us down to divert the movement to slow it down to keep us divided to keep us from unifying right you have that element and that's very real but then you also have the element of people who just are not they still have a negro mentality and they're trying to force us to accept that instead of stepping up to the plate and being more right they're trying to position themselves in leadership and still with these negro tendencies even though it's out of law it's out of law in every way shape form of fashion there's no reason on earth why anyone who cannot control themselves their lower self should be trying to claim to be in leadership especially within the Moorish divine and national movement no reason no reason whatsoever right it's it's um you know not only is it is is, is it wrong you know it's just yeah that, that's wrong that's immoral but no it's out of law right and i could actually show you that because you have to at least be attempting to live a moral life to follow our own rules our own laws all right to even to consider yourself a more just to consider yourself a more right but also to be in leadership so you have people like that and that's why i was saying when the person saying speak specific what grand chic am i talking about well there's one on youtube some of y'all might be subscribed to the channel 
with a dude. He you you if you really watch his stuff, you know who I'm talking about. He's always talking about other people. That's that's not how we do. He's always cursing, cursing people out, right? Getting high. Like that's wrong. But um, you know, it goes even further than that, right? Where it says here, uh, what does it say? No member is to attend ADEP chamber that has not lived a moral and clean life, has not paid his or her dues or assessments, providing that he is working or able to, can even consider himself a more, right? And this is um this is why I'm saying everybody needs to have that Moorish literature. That's in Think This Over You Moors. Okay. But it goes even further than that, right? So you have people who are not even trying to live right. Maybe, maybe, baby. All right. So you have people who are not even trying to live right. And I'm I'm looking for some specifically. They're not even trying to live right. Okay. And they're actually. You know, I don't know if they're placing themselves in leadership. I don't know how this stuff is working out, but somehow these people are in these positions, right? So if it's known that you are, um, you know, you have a drinking problem, you like getting high, you can't be grand chic. You can't be, you can't even be a chic. You can't be a divine minister. You can't. It has to be known, right, that you are living a moral and clean life. It has to be known. So if it's known in the hood that you out here up to no good, <laughs> right? You shouldn't even be in that position. And um, that's that that makes everyone look bad. That makes the leadership look bad at you know for accepting this, for letting that go. And then everybody, you know, members, everyone looks bad because you're accepting it. We're going along with it. This is our leader. And this is this is what our um our our uh ministers do. They get drunk, they get high, they sleeping around. You know, they got children they don't even see. <laughs> right? We can't be like that. And that's why ultimately that's why it's failing. That's why it's not where it's supposed to be at. Because it doesn't matter what anyone outside of us is trying to do if we were locked tight within Right. Because you're only as strong as your weakest link. So if we're locked tight within, nothing could prevent us from being successful. OK. And so I would say to you, more is out there. Don't accept that mess. <laughs> There's no reason on earth why you should accept that. Right. People are out of law. And ultimately, that's why Moors don't even take it seriously. They don't even take their own their own um, their own. Seriously. Right. Gratitude uh, to the brother McKinley. L, if you want to come in, you'll need to unmute your mic. Right. And, you know, it, it is sad. It's, it's really sad that this stuff is occurring. You know, that this is allowed to occur, um, you know. But at the end of the day, it's it's our own fault if we accept this right it's our own fault and um if we let this stuff go <laughs> you know what i'm saying then it, it's impossible to succeed uh from the prophet has spoken right this is why i'm saying everyone should have more literature some of the people don't want you to notice like these so-called sheiks and like it says here all governors and grand sheiks and heads of all temples this is a notice putting them on notice 
he or she must be of good moral standard and the heart of love and their works must be of love, truth, peace, freedom, justice. They are to imitate the prophet in speech and teaching in any said temple. They must not be under the influence of intoxicating liquors. Some of these grand sheiks and governors out here getting drunk or any other harmful motive that will terminate to become detrimental to the organization, right? They can't be out here under the influence because if they're getting like, you know, say something happens where it's publicly, you know, like say they get arrested or something where it's known that you were out here getting high or drunk now, right? That's detrimental to the organization because you're claiming to be in leadership. You're out of law, <laughs> bottom line. And then and the sad thing is one person might hear this. If you want to call in, you'll have to click the link. I shared it in the in the chat. It says StreamYard.com. You just have to scroll up a little bit and click the link. But, um, you know, it's, it's sad because there's some people who are living like this. They're living foul, and they'll think that this is specifically talking about them when it's not. You're not the only one. Unfortunately, you're not the only one who's not even trying to uphold our divine principles. You're not the only one who's slacking and lacking out here. Got to keep it street because some of these people, well, they're not even trying to keep it real, right? And that's that's how it is. Like if you kick over a trash can, you know, all the rats come running out, right? Thinking you're talking about them. We're not talking about you. That's that's them popping up out the trash can, looking around like, and we we're not talking about you, right? Unfortunately, this is this is a problem. You know, the people letting this stuff go. A lot of people don't know any better. That's why once again I was saying, you know, regardless of where you're coming from, man, because I know some people think they're smart, saying, "Oh, I'm not religious." Look, man, it may be bigger than you think it is. Okay, you need to get the Quran, Divine Constitution. Quran questionnaire, they also call it the 101s and the Moorish literature. Everybody needs to get that. Get it and study it. Um, I would say get that stuff before you even worry about joining the temple so that when you go into the temple, you know how it's supposed to be. All right. Maybe you can assist with cleaning it up if it's not being operated properly. But these things can't, you know, they can't be overlooked. You can't forget about the prophet has spoken. This is law. If this is law, and if you really take this seriously, why are there governors and grand sheiks and heads of temples that are out here getting intoxicated, out here doing harmful things that are detrimental to the organization? It's harmful for anybody who has that title of minister, of governor, of sheik, even of adept, to be out here getting arrested or anything else, you know, for 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 lack of a better, better word, for being stuck in their lower self. All right, that's harmful. That's not supposed to be occurring. That means they're out of law. And if it's out of law and you're bringing it to leadership, it should be taken care of. These people should be removed. Bottom line, it's better to have vacant, to have all of these roles vacant than to have people in there who don't take it seriously. You don't just need bodies. That's been a problem for decades now. 
you got bodies you got just people in there we just need some folks in here man the folks in there ain't doing nothing man come on man you you need to get up out of that mentality we we don't need bodies we need people who take this seriously that's why this thing is not just in there once let's go to the general laws we up here we got the general laws this is law I know some of y'all don't take this seriously. I know some of y'all who call yourself divine ministers and governors and sheiks, and you don't take this seriously, right? But this is law for the rest of us. The heads of all temples are to, by force, refrain from all wrath words, profanity in the mildest form. That y'all, some of y'all watch that fool on um on YouTube. He, he called himself a grand sheik, and all he does is use wrath words, profanity, not in the mouth form. He's saying the most foulest things on earth, and he's using it all the time. Come on, man. That's y'all's leader. Y'all weak as hell if you follow people like that, right? But some of you don't know any better, so we're putting this out here so you know. That's why I'm saying you need to get this stuff. Just because they're not telling you about the Morse literature and all this stuff doesn't mean that you don't need to study it so that you know that they're fake, that they're out of line, they're out of law, right? But they must live the life of love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. And, uh-oh, this is going to get some of you. Refrain from all alcoholic liquors and any other harmful things that will terminate to destroy peace or any of the uh, other divine principles they are not to contribute to anything that will cause the public to disagree with he or she right so they shouldn't be out here doing things that's going to paint us in a bad light and if they know that they can't control that they need to go on somewhere man if you're wrestling with yourself with your with your lower self if you haven't mastered those simple aspects it's okay but don't fight it out as a leader as a morse minister a divine supposed to be a divine minister don't don't hash it out in the public in front of everybody go do your battles in the in the closet in the house don't take it out there and say yeah i'm the leader and, and you you're uh messing up for everyone to see okay and, and for one to lead a group of moors your house must be clean clean with good deeds Kind words with your wives, brothers, must hear good words, kind words, and must know of your good deeds. If there are children, you must see to their support. So, like, you can't have, you know, you, you can't be a leader out here, and you don't even have your, you don't even have a wife. That's one of the problems. You got a lot of these people, they're not, they don't even have a wife or women, you know, they don't have a husband. They don't even have their house intact. They don't even think it matters. What kind of message are you pushing, right? Not trying to doubt anyone who's got children out of wedlock and, you know, not downing anyone or trying to make anyone feel bad. But if that's your situation, bro, you don't need to be in leadership. It's not saying that you're not capable of leading. It's just saying, like, look, man, you need to take care of your house. Get your house in order. Forget trying to get out here and save the world, fool. What's more important to you? How are you going to get out here and try to save the world and your house ain't even in order? Get your house in order. Your priorities aren't straight. You should be about getting your children. If you have sons, your sons should be living with you, especially if you're a man. Why would you want your sons living with, with the, with the, with the uh, mom? Not saying that a woman can't raise them to be men. Not saying that. Just saying, like, just as a man, just as a man, like, why would I want my sons to be living with the mom if we can't be together? Why wouldn't they be right up under me? 
how what she gonna teach them how to shave just basics come on man you need to get your house in order right your house should be the most important thing in that where the nation starts so people got their priorities mixed up and um man i'm not trying to get on some tangent and go off but this this is real this should be this should be just understood across the board this is why you don't see the success that you want this is why if anyone's coming in you're going to be disappointed because it needs you to help clean it up it needs you to fix it it's not ready for you if you come in if you're coming in and you need help you're not going to get the assistance that you need let's just keep it real because the temple needs people that can come in like Jesus and kick kick the doors you know open kick cha- chairs and tables over shake things up you got people who sitting in leadership i don't care if they're young or old i don't care you, they're not doing enough they're not they don't have their houses in order they're not fit to lead so like if you're coming into the temple and you need help like the temple can't really do that for you now what you can do you can study the prophet's words you can study the quran divine constitution the um morish literature right the quran questionnaire and that can assist you. And, and yes, um, building with Moors um, on the Sunday school, the, the holy day cause, that can assist you too. Because when like minds come together, right, we can all grow just by adding everyone, adding their portion to the piece that can help you um, more so than, I guess, just studying on your own. Right. And that's good. That's great. I don't mean that to down it in any way. I'm just saying that if you need assistance and, and your grand sheiks or governors, they, they can't even control their lower self, right? They're out here trying to sleep with sisters. They're out here trying to get drunk and high. They can't even stop that. They don't even think that, man, look, man, th- these are laws. I take this seriously. They don't even think like that. They don't even think like take this serious when it says refrain from all alcoholic liquors and other harmful things. They're not trying to prevent themselves from doing things that are going to cause the public to disagree with us. They're not even worried about getting their own house in order. Yeah, I mean, like, seriously, common sense should tell you that you can't trust somebody who don't even think it's important to make sure that their own children are good. Like, how can you follow anyone if their own children aren't even on this? Um, brother Islam to the Sheik Neil Bay, uh, if you want to, you have to unmute your mic. I can't do it for you. Right. But, you you know, you can't follow somebody. You can't trust somebody. Like, I'll go even further than that. I say you can't even trust somebody who isn't even taking care of their own. And that sucks because, it's you know, I got family members and stuff who who don't even take care of their own children. You know, banning their own seeds, lead them out there in the wilderness to, you know, struggle, see if they can make it on their own, you know. And it is what it is, but you you can't even trust people like that. And so there's no reason on earth they should be in leadership. And no, they cannot assist you coming into the temple with leadership like that. There's nothing they can do for you. You can't even trust people who 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 don't even think that it's important that it's of the utmost importance that my own sons get this. Right. And maybe maybe I should step back from leadership and and be an example to them so that they can come in and see the light and see why this is important. Right. Because your own children, your sons, your daughters should be there studying with you. They should be there with you. And if you don't think that's important, why are you here? 
how how am I supposed to believe that you're about the Moorish divine and national movement? And the nation starts in the home, and you're not even getting your own children. Your own children think this is corny. Okay, Pops. Islam, brother. Islam. So if your own children think this is corny, they're not on here studying it. They're not on it. They don't even really know about it. There's no way you are sincere about the Moorish divine and national movement. Why do you care about other people and you don't even care about your own children? That eliminates a lot of people. There's a lot of people. And that's what I'm saying, man. That's where the movement's at. And if people don't like it, they can kick rocks. If you're not strong enough to come in and kick these chairs and tables over, just study. Study those four things. Study those, and maybe you will be one day. Okay? But I'm saying, that's what the movement needs right now. If it's going to move forward. Otherwise, everybody's just going to have to do their own thing in their own areas. But if it's going to move forward, you need people to come in and kick things over because, like, you know, I mean, that's just period. Like, it's not even that you're not fit to be in leadership if you're. it's not of the utmost importance to you that your own family's getting this. But you can't even be trusted. You're an agent. As far as I'm concerned, you're an agent of destruction because it's not even important to you that your own children are getting it. That should be of the utmost importance to each and every one of us. How can you be about the Moorish divine and national movement? Nation starts in the house in your own household, and you don't even, you don't, your own children don't care. Come on, man. Like that, that makes no sense. That makes no sense on earth. And that's why I'm saying, like, for, for the majority of us out there, you just need to get these materials and study for yourself. Study so that you recognize and know what it is and what it isn't. So when you see or see the move, care, bay, or calling yourself, man, if if you're not trying to do this for real, I don't take you seriously. I don't, and nobody should. Okay, and so people should study this so you can you can gain enlightenment, you can get your affairs in order. And then if you do decide to come into the temple or, or whatever, wherever you're at, you're in the you know, Hebrew, Israelite, whatever you are, so that you know what's real and what's not. You can see what's real and what's fake and what needs to get pushed out. All right. Because like literally it, it needs more that's going to come in like Jesus kicking them tables over because they ain't here breaking bread. Right. <laughs> they ain't here breaking themselves off. And they're not trying to move the movement forward at all. They're just sitting there getting fat. They're chilling. They're not trying to um, to um, to uplift fallen humanity at all. Okay? And, um, you know, that's why things are where they're at right now still. All right? Um, to, right. That's why things are still where they're, where they're at. You know, basically because the people... Um, the people that are in there, you know, they're not sincere, right? Like I spoke about the whole Cointel Pro thing. You have that element. You have, you know, whatever, whatever people that are trying to prevent us from rising. You have that element. You really do. It's real. You have the actual people who are working to keep us from fulfilling our potential, right? Whether they're um, misusing the government to do it, 
whether they're, you know, like billionaire George Soros, right, who, you know, financing um, movements that are literally pushing the opposite of the Morris Divine and National Movement. Like Black Lives Matters is about what? It's about the LGBTQ community, right? It's pushing the slave label. And, and um, it's a sin to try to force this on other people, to try to force this on other nations. It's a sin, okay? It's a sin to cling to these labels, and it's a sin to try to enforce this, to try to make other people recognize us as this slave label, right? We want our rights, right? It's a sin for any group of people to violate the national constitutional laws of a free national government and cling to the names and the principles that delude to slavery, okay? And that's why we suffer. And so they're pushing this movement so that we can stay in this position. Right? They're not trying to do the right thing. Okay? And and they, they will suffer for that. Okay? But I'm saying that you have this element as well, but then you also have our own people who are not sincere. Right? They'll swear up and down that they are, but they're not, man. There's no way you can be sincere. There's no way on earth you can be sincere about the Moorish Divine and National Movement if you have children and you are not about getting your own children first. That should be of the utmost importance to you. What, you don't care about them? Well, if you don't care about your own seeds, there's no way you care about the movement because it starts with your own. All right. And if it starts with your own, you know, maybe you gave up on your children. Okay. Well, you don't need to be in leadership. How about that? (laughs) How about that? You can't give up on your children. Now you're trying to come out here. Right. And um, um, this is important because if you're coming in to the movement and you encounter this stuff, you need to know that these people have to be removed. They're out of law. You're going to have to kick over some tables and chairs. Right. Somebody said, did the prophet really say don't use the title of Ali? Um, There's an oral statement that says that the prophet said, don't name your children Ali. It's an oral statement. I don't know who it's attributed to. But you can look at the actual practice that the Moors were doing when a prophet was alive. And you can assume that there, there might be some truth to that oral statement because they weren't naming themselves Ali. So that's that's the answer to to the question that you had about that Ali. All right, um, I haven't seen that like in any actual law saying, you know, we can't use the title Ali. We we had an oral statement. Don't know who even um, it's attributed to, but we know that the practice of the Moors. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> And they weren't using that title. So there's a reason for that. All right. And so, um, you know, it's time for us to to redeem ourselves from sin and slavery. We have to throw all of that stuff behind. Black Lives Matter is just a movement to, you know, to keep perpetuating this. Um, you're, you're in here. Islam, Sheik, you're in here. Uh, when you come in, you have to unmute your mic. I can't unmute it for you. All right. And let me, there was something specifically that I wanted to 
show you, but uh, it's not working for some reason. But, um, you know, for the most part, uh, this is why we're at where we're at. For real. This is why. If we, we suffer for our own sins. Like for us going along with this, allowing these things to occur. And um, I ask everybody that's watching this to like and share this, to help spread this, get this information out there. Um, take this seriously, especially with the information that I'm advising everybody to get for yourself. Get your own Quran, get the divine constitution and bylaws, get the Moorish literature and the Quran questionnaire and study that stuff so that you know what is real and what is not. Because I'm telling you, man, there's some fakers out here and there are our own people. And some of them will swear up and down that they sincere, but there's not, there, there's no way they can be sincere. No way. Right. It, it's impossible for you to be sincere about the movement. If you don't care about your own children, that's just it. Plain and simple, you know, and I don't know everything. I don't claim to know everything, but that just seems like common sense to me. Um, Islam Sheik, you're going to have to unmute your mic. I can't unmute it for you. I could just, um, I already added you in, but um, you have to unmute your mic. All right. And just going back to this too, uh, the same thing with sharing this meme. Look, man, people think it's a playground. It's a battlefield. We're at war. We're at war, right? And if you think that you can come save the world and you can't even save your own children, you, you have a woman, a whole woman with you and she's not on the in the movement with you. She don't trust you enough to come in. There's no way we can follow you. We can't take you seriously. Because like your wife or your husband, if it's a woman and you're in leadership, they know you far better than we do. So if they don't in Islam, we can hear you. She they um, if they don't trust you. Right. I mean, maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. This is just my opinion. I'm just speaking my opinion. But like. You know, I see you with with your um, with your wife. It's like, look, if your own mate doesn't trust you, why should I trust you? Why should anybody else, especially when it comes to this more divine and national movement where you're going above and beyond to uplift even outside of your own household? Right. To uplift the nation. Like, how can we trust you? You, you have a whole mate that is with you, that's intimate and sleeping with you and, you know, uh, maybe raising children with you and they don't trust you. They're like, well, if he's in it, I'm not in it. You know, if she's in it, I'm not in it. Like, come on, can't trust you. If, if you have children and you're not even getting your own children on it, there's no reason you should be in any type of leadership at all. And and that's just priorities. You should you should want to take a break from this, trying to be in leadership that you're not fit to be in and be about getting your own children, living it. Just be an example. Let your life be an example. Show your children that this is real. Get to them first. Forget this. You can't save the world. You can't even get your own children. That should be of the, you know, that should be of the utmost importance. Right? And that's why I'm saying, like, y'all think it's a playground. It's a battlefield. If you're out here trying to be in leadership and you stagnate in the movement, the reason you're stagnating it is because you don't take it seriously. There's no way you take this seriously if you can't even get to your own people, your own household. If your household ain't even in order, right? Your children spread out all over the place and you're not even trying to be in their lives. Now you got extra work to do 
because you got to get to your children. That's more important than being a grand sheik or the grand governor or divine minister or any of these things. Just getting your children, not knocking those positions in the, you know, what comes with it. Just saying you have priorities, man. You brought someone into this world. That should be of the utmost importance to you. How can you help uplift the nation if you're not even doing it where it starts, which is at home? The husband, wife, and child. That's where the nation starts. That's why we have marriage instructions in the Quran. That's how come somebody can't come with some homosexual agenda and try to change things up. Well, you know, I'm with that stuff, so y'all need to start representing. Nah, we no, we're not representing that. No, that's not what this is about. And if you don't like it, go on somewhere. <laughs> You're not gonna change this. This is not what this is about, right? And so, um, you know, on that note, I'm, I'm gonna step down off my soapbox. I um, just had to get that out there because, you know, for more that are coming in, you, you need to know what time it is, right? It's not all good. And um, this isn't just in the Morris Science Temple of America. This is like I'm saying, this is in all organizations, right? What, what did you see with COINTELPRO? They infiltrated every group, right? They even infiltrated rap a long time ago. Why? Because it's that important to them to control our mindset, how we think and perceive ourselves. And that's why rap, for the most part, is about pushing savagery, pushing savagery, ignorance, everything the opposite of what our divine instructions are, pushing, you know, um, children out of wedlock, calling yourself a female dog. <laughs> I just saw somebody just share the old video with DMX and um, Aaliyah because they had a song where he's like, every dog needs a and he, you know, calling the female the, the uh, female dog. Right. Start with the B, the B word. He calling them that and calling them in dogs. And like, you know, that was the song. That was the joint back then. Right. I like the Leah uh, DMX. You know, that was the joint. And it's like that, that was hypnotizing, man. <laughs> you know, because like that's literally that's the mindset that they got us in. And that's what they push hardcore. And it's people that think it's cool. And you got people with that mindset who are trying to position themselves as some type of leadership. And you out here trying to be a dog. Or female dog. Like, come on, man. That's how come it's, there's no Morris banks, Morris grocery stores. You know, we should have our own distribution by now, our own warehouses. Even if all this stuff shuts down tomorrow, we should be good because we have our own. And it can't happen with these types of people, man. They, they're going to have to play the background. They're going to have to get their own affairs in order. You cannot be the leader of the movement. And you out here making it look bad. That's against our laws. You're out of law. And on that note, I, I yield the floor, brother. Did you um have something that you wanted to say? Islam, Islam, Islam. Praises be to Allah and honors to his prophet, Noble Drew Ali, Ramadan Mubarak for all who are fasting. And I just wanted to say, brother, you already actually, I, I wanted to say, but then Allah was shutting me up at the same time because you covered it. You said it. You know, if we're going to represent the prophet, we need to understand what he asks us, what he asks from us. And if we can't do that, it's best that we grab our seat and just be peaceful. Islam, uh, that intoxicating spirit goes even a little bit more in-depth than smoking tobacco, marijuana, uh, or, or drinking liquor. 
And you'll learn this from those elder moors or those senior officers, brothers and sisters, when you go visit the temples and sit with them. Uh, and I just want to say, brother, you're doing a great job and praise Allah for this because you're representing the prophet without getting caught up into tearing anyone down, without uh, without doing any any falsehood or anything that's a low vibration. And I pray that Allah bless you and your wife as you guys are traveling, doing the work for Allah and our Prophet Noble Drew Ali and brothers and sisters. Let's share the program with our family and our friends. Islam, and that's all I'm going to say, brother. But if we want to be true students of Noble Drew Ali, we must look at what he asks from us. And if we can't do that, it's best that we grab our seat. And I'm going to say this, and I'm going to be quiet. All my children are members of the Moore Science Temple of America. And any time I need them, they become, acting, they become acting secretaries or whatever the position might be when I need them. Okay? Now, check this out. I never had them through my sperm. But I took them as my children from their mother over 24 years ago. See? And all of them represent the prophet, and they're saying exactly what you say. I ain't coming over there. Why? Because those more are dope fiends. That's a dope head. But he's a grand sheik. She a prostitute. And she's a grand sheikist. So we got to clean this up, brothers and sisters, because our babies now are becoming able to tell us what they see and what they don't like, you know. So we got to do we got to do our parts and all of us must take our parts. All of us must do what we got to do. No big eyes. I'm going to use it. No trolley talk. Uh, and. With that being said, may Allah bless us all. Thank you for allowing me on here. Islam. Gratitude. Praise Allah. Praise Allah and, and gratitude, brother. Thank you for your kind words and thank you for sharing. I appreciate that. That was powerful what you said and shared. And, um, you know, it, it's not about attacking people or trying to make people feel bad. Like, if, for example, if, if you smoke weed, you drink, whatever, nobody's trying to make you feel bad. Okay. Nobody's trying to act like we're sitting up here perfect and looking down on you. It's not about that. So don't take that the wrong way. What we're saying is, as far as the Morris Divine and National Movement, as far as the leadership is concerned, divine ministers, uh, sheiks, adepts, if you take on that title, now a extra responsibility comes with it. And if you don't think that you're up to that extra responsibility, Politely decline. Keep it real. Say, you know what? I don't want to defile the movement by calling myself a minister. And I'm out here in the streets getting high and drunk. And I'm not even trying to change. I'm not even trying to work on that so that I can be worthy of these, you know, positions, titles. And come on, just keep it real. And, and then... You know, if, if people can keep it real, then other people who are more qualified will take those positions and help to take the movement to where it can truly be at. If not, and if we allow this to keep going on, 
what we see right now and what we've seen in the past is going to continue just the stagnation okay and and um you know that can't it can't continue we we need we need some people to come in and follow those footsteps of the um, of jesus and, and kick them kick the doors over you know kick the tables over you, you got to because you know the people are, are stagnant and they're comfortable in them positions and and they're not doing anything and it's not good enough and you know i'm definitely not handing the legacy of slavery and and and, and weakness and, and you know losing the um what, what are black people they're always the victims they're always losing right we're not trying to hand that down i'm not i'm not handing that down to my children i'm not passing that on and if you're serious about this you you should be passionate about it and so that's also why i shared that literature everybody needs to get that um get the quran uh the divine constitution the questionnaire and the literature get it for yourself even if you have to get it on like online the pdf file and study you know you, you need to get a physical copy or a couple physical copies right and go over it and, and not just over in the corner somewhere in shame go over it with your family right and take it seriously and then work to live up to these principles okay and when you open up that quran that's why you should get a physical one look up at the top because each page should say divine instructions from the prophet and realize that if you follow these divine instructions right you're following your prophet to a destiny that is neither uncertain nor unknown success is guaranteed it's guaranteed and that's the real issue that's why i wanted to bring this up because if we were following these orders um islam brother i'm gonna stop right there so brother uh yeah sheik neil bay yes you can share the link for the um for the materials so for people to get that, those materials that are on the screen, just uh, follow the link from the brother. You, you're getting them out to the people, right? Because because some of the Moors have issues. Actually, you you can share it in the chat, not in, not in the private chat. Share it in the main um, room so that everybody can see it. Then it'll, then it'll go on YouTube and Facebook. All right. Just making sure, though, you, you're getting the materials out to the people, right? Because there's some Moors that take a real long time getting the stuff out to the people and they just making it all look bad man islam and um but make sure you share that link over in the comments not in the in the private chat you got you have to go to the comments so you can share it so that everybody can see it all right and um and um yeah if you wanted to come back on to build about ali feel free to do that all right but um you know, I, I lost my train of thought, but I was just saying, though, for the most part, um, if the people who are already, uh, I guess you'd say, positioned within the movement and leadership, if they took these divine instructions seriously, the success would be guaranteed. Right. Because I'm not making these words up. These are my words. We follow our prophet to a destiny that is neither uncertain nor unknown. So if you are following the divine instructions, there is no way that you can fail. No way. Success is guaranteed. So if we're really not where we want to be at right now, yeah, we can blame it on the government. I mean, I showed you real deal resources being put behind keeping us asleep. Real movements that have been exposed 
They were about preventing the rise of the black messiah. That's real. There's a real enemy out there, you know, physical, who actually puts work into keeping us down. They will actually pay people that look like us to stagnate the movement. So I'm not taking away from that. That is this. But here's the thing. We're so powerful. This is talking about the FBI's COINTELPRO, which was in the past. We don't know what the name of COINTELPRO is now. But we do know that the Freedom of Information Act put this stuff out there. They were about preventing the rise of the Black Messiah. They were about getting into all of our movements, understanding our mindset, preventing unity, preventing them from coming together. Right? So we know that that's real. That's not made up. Okay? But here's the thing. If we follow the divine instructions, none of that stuff matters. Raise your hand if you think the European is more powerful than Allah. Please don't be that foolish. It don't matter what they're trying to do. It's like throwing it's like throwing ants at an elephant. Ants at an elephant. You can't stop it. If we follow the divine instructions, the success is guaranteed. Okay? So if you hear people giving excuses, that lets you know this. Ease away from them. Back on up. Y'all seen that meme where Homer Simpson walking backwards. That's what you need to do. If people giving excuses, well, the government did this and the government did that and, and blah, 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 this and that. And meanwhile, their own children not even in the temple. Like, that's the reason why. It's not because of COINTELPRO. It's not because of Black Lives Matter. There's some people who just aren't ready for this, and that's just the truth of it matter. I'm sorry. to. I mean, I'm not sorry. There ain't nothing I can do about it. There's some people that's just not ready. You know, maybe they'll be ready 20 years from now, maybe in the next lifetime, but they're not ready right now, okay? You can't get to everybody. Some people are going to fall for this joke, right? Some people are going to go for it. But for those that are, there's no reason why we aren't successful. So it's us. It's not because of Black Lives Matter. It's not because of COINTELPRO and all that. No, it's because of us. It's because the wrong, the Moors that are trying to do this, that claim they're doing, they're not sincere. They're not following the divine instructions. They don't take it seriously. They don't care about these laws. They're in here for the wrong reasons. They're not serious. Because if you're serious, you follow your prophet to a destiny that is neither Uncertain nor unknown. Success is guaranteed. It don't matter what anyone's trying to do. They can't stop it. They can't. All right. And that's it. At the end of the day, you, you don't ever, if you are actually a mastermind, if you're really an adept, you don't point your finger out there. Right. You know that it all comes from within. So you don't, you don't, we're not black. We don't, we're not victims. We're not victims. All right. So it, it's always, it's our own, um, our own undoing. Like we're, we're doing it to ourselves. Okay. So no, you shouldn't accept this stuff. And yes, you should hold anybody who tries to take on a title of Adep Sheik, divine minister. Right. Especially if they're trying to call themselves a, Supreme Grand Sheik or Grand Governors or Supreme Grand Governor, any of these titles, you should hold them to a standard. They shouldn't be out here getting high with you if you're still out here getting high, if you still in the streets. They shouldn't be doing that with you. You should hold them to a higher standard, right? Because if you're not, there's no way they take the divine instructions seriously. And there's no way that 
the success is guaranteed. And on that note, I yield the floor, brother. I know you um, have something else to say. Islam, I, I wanted to share, uh, and you, you really summed it up, but that title, Ali, okay, I just left a lady. She was 105 years old, and she just passed. Her whole family were Ali's, but they were members of the Moorish Holy, okay? Not the Moorish Science Temple of America. So I believe, uh, and I do know how that oral statement came put together through the lineage of the Kirkman Bay administration, uh, Brother Arla Aville, and it was a great ideal, but my spiritual father, who was Brother C. Warner Bay, who comes from out of Temple Number 9 in Chicago, Illinois, under the prophet, taught us that it was a bad ideal because some of those people who put items in there were highly medicated, okay? Alzheimer's, ETC. So some of the statements are far-fetched, Islam. Uh, if you go back to some of the older brothers and sisters in the Moorish Holy, and if you guys come to Chicago, I can take you over there to Brother Willie Bay now. Uh, all of them are Ali's. And it's been that way since the beginning of the Moorish Holy is what they have in their books. Islam, and I just wanted to share that. Also, uh, you spoke about our own centers. Well, we have our own toilet paper company, okay? Not only are we producing the toilet paper, we want to see the Moorish American Muslims in all the temples with this toilet paper, paper towels, and household items, okay? Next year, we'll be coming out with uh, things to help you from the same center, from the same spot, we have an area where we have our doctors, because we have six doctors that we're working with now, creating health items to help you curb that that you might think that you got a weed habit, but it's really a tobacco habit, and curb some of your other illness that we're uh, using the prophet's cheese oils and compounds on. So we're here, Morris, and we want to see these products used by our own in the Moore Science Temple of America. No matter what group, who your Supreme Grand Sheik is, it's time for us to do for self and to heal ourselves. Okay? So, I mean, you, you're speaking on it. Next, we will have a credit union. Okay? We're working on some things, and it's going to be open for all Moorish American models. It's just that simple. Okay, brother? So it's, it's going to be open for everyone. And with that, and I'm saying by next year, next convention, we'll be able to say it's ready for everyone. Islam, with that, I yield the floor. Thank you, brother. All right. Gratitude, brother. And that's, that's beautiful. I'm glad to see that y'all are um, moving and that you're industrious. Um, that's, that's beautiful. And that's how it's supposed to be. Um, you know, if, if Moors aren't moving like that, I don't know what they're doing. You know, there's there's really no reason why we shouldn't be moving like that in this day and age. And so I, I tip my hat to you, tip my fez to you, brother, and gratitude. And um, um, definitely we need to support the brother. 
And um, as as we move out here, just, you know, I want to end things on a positive note. I mean, um, I hope this isn't disheartening to anybody out there listening, but it's just the truth. And I'm not going to um, not going to front. I mean, I've, you know, for years been letting it be known that things are not all good. We have to put in work. Right. And um, just want to share that because, you know, this. You know, it's not really rocket science to figure this out. You know, the prophet, um, the prophet kept it simple for us so that we could actually just follow the blueprint that he left and be successful. You know, we, we don't have to overthink it. And um, for the most part, do is take it seriously. Take the, the line seriously, internalize it, live off of it, practice it, and your success is guaranteed. And um, if there's people who you know are not taking it seriously, they need to go on somewhere. No hatred. It's still love. You just need to, to back on up and, you know, keep it real, right? Um, Not throwing anyone away. You know, we, we're not throwing anyone away. We're just saying, you know, as far as that, maybe you shouldn't be divine minister, Right. Because there's people who's been doing this stuff for a long time and they're not getting anywhere. They don't have like what the brother was saying. They don't have any businesses. You know, gratitude, brother, for coming on the call. They're not even trying to get any businesses. They're not even trying to get their own children. This this salvation. (laughs) Like, how do you how can you tell me that you really believe that this is our salvation if you don't even want to give it to your children? Right. That. That will make me automatically say, nah, you ain't real because I have five children and I, it's of the utmost importance. It's like, nah, they're, they're moors. You know, they're going to notice. They're not going to be in church. They're not going to know they have their L's on in there. It's going to be of the utmost importance that they come up with this and that they, that they identify as moors, right? And that they're getting these lessons. And um, so, you know, if if people don't feel like that, it's not that important to them. They don't need to be in the forefront pushing the movement forward because they're going to stagnate it because it's not even important enough for them to get it to their people. Right. And so, um, yeah, no, nobody should accept that. Nobody should. And you can't lead me anywhere if that's where your mindset is. Right. Nobody should even um, accept that, though. And then I can't even trust people personally that's like that. It's it's hard to because I take it seriously. And so um, so should you. And I just say that, you know, to, to get that out there, to put that bug in everyone's ears so that you know um, as you move forward in the movement what it really is and what it isn't. And just make sure everybody hits that like and share button. On that note, though, we're going to go ahead and, and close things up. Um, I'm just say gratitude to everybody for coming on here. And um, uh, gratitude to uh, Sheik Arneel Bay for coming on and sharing. 